Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name is Mark, and today I'll be covering Revelation chapter 4. In this chapter, this is a section in which John is beginning to be shown a general view about the things which are about to take place, which is really spanning from Christ's ascension to eternity future. And so just to talk about this book of Revelation, this book is a book of signs, as was spoken of in chapter 1. And here we see more signs being revealed to John. But there is a key to seeing these signs, and that is being in spirit. This phrase, in spirit, is mentioned four times in this book. And the second is mentioned in this chapter. Chapter 4, verse 2, when John says, Immediately I was in spirit. So that's the key to receiving revelation. In Revelation chapter 1, John saw the vision of the churches. He says in verse 10, I was in spirit on the Lord's day. And then in Revelation 17.3, it says, He was carried away in spirit. And in the last vision of the New Jerusalem in chapter 21, Revelation 21.10, He was carried away in spirit onto a great and high mountain and shown the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. So the way we approach this chapter, even this book of Revelation, and ultimately even with the whole Bible, we need to not only read the words of the verses with a clear mind, but in order to really see what God is doing on the earth or to have a proper understanding, we need to be in our human spirit. And so there are two things I mainly like to point out regarding what was shown to John in this chapter. The first thing I'd like to point out is the matter of God's throne. This is mentioned many times in chapter 4. So immediately after John was in spirit, he saw a throne set in heaven. This matter of the throne is so important. There are a lot of details mentioned here. But ultimately what matters is that we should know that there is a throne in the universe. And God is the one sitting on this throne. Because now you can apply it to the situation for the rest of the chapters in the book of Revelation. With all various things that happen even all the confusing things or the negative things that happened prior in chapters 2 and 3. You can apply it to the world situation today. In the present day, there might be things that we don't understand, but we have to realize and know that there is a throne in this universe and that God is the one on this throne. He's the one administrator. And then we realize we can and should apply it to our personal universe. All the things that are happening in your family life, work life, school life, God is on the throne. If we have this view that God is on the throne, we won't get caught up with the details of why this or why that regarding the things going on in our life or even in the world today. And even we won't get caught up with just interpreting and understanding all the things mentioned in Revelation, but we'll realize that there is the throne. And then in verse 3, it continues to say that the one sitting on the throne was like a jasper stone and a sardius in appearance. Again, this is a sign. I would like to point out the colors of these two stones mentioned. Jasper stone is green in color, and sardius has a reddish color in appearance. These point back to something that we see again and again in the Bible. Jasper stone, the color green, points to God as life. And the sardius, the color red, points to Christ's redemption. And so there is one who is both a jasper stone and a sardius in appearance implies that the one on the throne has the richness of God's life and is even God as the God of redemption. 
He's the one sitting on the throne, administrating and caring for us. And then the second thing I want to point out today is in the last verse, verse 11. I like to read the last verse because, again, if we would see this, this would help us in both our reading of this chapter, this book, and even in our personal life and our Christian life. Revelation 4.11 says, in the context of the 24 elders, when they were worshiping, they said, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive the glory and the honor and the power. For you have created all things, and because of your will, they were and were created. This verse is a hallmark, even in my life, to know and understand that sometimes why things happen or how things happen is not just because of an expected order of events, a cause and effect, but it's because of God's will. It is so awesome that we know God's will. His will is what keeps us, what fulfills His purpose. I just mentioned some verses from Ephesians 1 that speaks of God's will. Verse 5 says, predestinating us unto sonship through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. His will is what makes him happy, and we are a part of his will. And in verse 9, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself. Verse 11, in whom also we were designated as an inheritance, having been predestinated according to the purpose of the one who works all things according to the counsel of his will. And ultimately, in the book of Revelation, we see that God's will is not just for us to know Christ, but also the church, which will be consummated as the new Jerusalem. So in this chapter, we see that there is a throne in this universe, and God has a will, and this includes you and me. This is so wonderful. And for us to appreciate this, to enter into it, we need to be in our spirit to see these things and to be able to participate in what he's doing on earth today. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in, and keep enjoying the Bible.